this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another first run bald movie. That's right. We're back in the theater to see the new James Bond, the final Daniel Craig James Bond. No time to die. This movie was directed by Corey Fukunaga, who we really, really enjoyed their work on True Detective. And I've seen a couple of other things that they've done. Uh, and they consistently make gorge- gorgeous, gorgeous cinematic experiences. I don't think this movie is, is uh, any different. I thought this is a great looking bond. Right, let's get right to it. Uh, we're going to talk about our non spoiler thoughts and no time to die. Then we're going to talk about some trailers and then we're going to dismiss the non uh, patron slash uh, club members to talk about the spoilers. But Jim, what did you think about this last installment of the, J- the, the Craig Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond series? Uh, this movie, it only, it took what? Five Craig movies, six Craig movies. Five has been five. five for me to finally realize that I just don't care that much about James Bond movies. I, this movie is probably good if you're a James Bond fan. I just found it meh. Like, I, it, it's not bad. It's definitely like the action is entertaining. I just wasn't like super engaged in the story. And I think that's largely because I don't remember much, if anything, about previous Bonds. I know there was one Daniel Craig Bond where they were out in some, like, I don't know, snowy place in a a fucking barn or something or a abandoned building, and then (laughs) Q had some problems there. I think that's Skyfall. I think that's Skyfall. Uh, Yeah, Um, that's the one. Uh, I remember a couple of those scenes being cool. I... There's so little I remember about the other James Bond movies because they're ju- they just kind of wash right over me and off of me. So I think one of the problems might be that this is the most serialized Bond I've ever seen. For sure. Um, yeah. It used to be that you would go and James Bond, you know, every couple of years one would come out and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I recognize John Cleese. He's that cute guy. I remember Desmond Lewis or whatever the previous and you have this little bit of continuity and every once in a while a new in would show up and a new money penny would show up and you'd get like oh right this uh, Russian gangster I remember him vaguely uh, having you know being a minor villain and now he's having a good time with Bond or oh he's he's uh, sucking up to the CIA agent that's going to you know bust in with the platoon of marines at the end of the but there was never like continuity no it's more like a other- very James Bondy wink and a nod sort of thing right yeah, like when when James Bond would start to get too old, they'd always have the like, oh, you're too washed up to be doing this, Bond. You know, like in the, the, every time a Bond is about ready to wrap up his run, you'd always have some old James Bond and whether he still got it or whether he, you know, is a relic of the Cold War. So there's some, but like this is the first Bond where like every one of these things is a chapter in a story that kind of requires you to have a good knowledge, a good working knowledge of it to f- get full enjoyment of it. Um, unfortunately I only like about half of the Daniel Craig bond. So I've, I've got a pretty good working knowledge of casino Royale. Cause I've seen that a couple times. I've seen skyfall, you know, several times. I really like skyfall. 
Mm. But Quantum of Solace and, and uh, Spectre, I thought were bad. They're bad Bond films. And it used to be a bad Bond film. So what? You'd start over. This, just like as you said, just requires a really good knowledge of the Daniel Craig mythos, James Bond. Um, but I don't know if that's a bad thing. Like, it's entirely yeah. possible if I go back and rewatch all the Daniel Craig Bonds, which I, I want to do, that I will come up with a, a, a much greater appreciation from that as a whole. Because I think, you mm-hmm. you know, like Quant- um, Casino Royale is kind of like the quintessential bond prequel of like you know his as a young agent and you know uh relatively inexperienced and then you kind of go through his whole career and then here is his swan song it it definitely holds together better than any bond i've seen before but that's also weakness for people like you and to a lesser extent me that like i don't want to watch quantum of solace again i really (laughs) don't want to watch specter it's two and a half hour movie that i thought was boring and dull and plotting Mm. uh I will say this this, is a good bond. Yeah. This three hour movie doesn't feel like three hours. I I was never like looking at my watch. There were, there were a lot of times where I'm like, well, I just don't care about this part. Anytime that bond gets into the minutia of exactly how and why the villain is doing what they're doing. I just don't care. Um, It, it, I don't know. This franchise to me needs more fast and furious energy. And, and it, because I just don't retain any of those oh. movies. I don't, I don't, and I know there's continuity there, but honestly, it doesn't matter to me in any given movie what's happened before it, even though the movie, yeah. like, you know, leans into that stuff every once in a while, but I can enjoy what's there on the screen. And I enjoyed what I saw in this movie too. It's just like, I, yeah. I'm never going to be the James Bond fan that a lot of James Bond people are. And I, I, that's so that's the thing. Like, if you see this three hour tag on a movie, you're like, oh, my God, this is like Spectre uh, even worse. No. Like it is. It does not. And and I, I was worried mm-hmm. because I talked to Jim when I was, fly, you know, because, uh, you know, I had a horrible day of travel. I was like in an airport for like 20 hours out of the day, had almost no sleep going into. I had like an hour and a half nap mm-hmm. before I went to see Bond. I was really worried that I'd be falling asleep during the slow stretches. <laughs> I know I was I, I, I was kind of riveted throughout the whole movie. Um, the uh, so I said, like, even even with a circumstance where I was probably primed to hate this movie, it, it kept my attention. And even if you don't like that's the thing, even if you don't remember, like, uh, who James Bond, because like it, most James Bonds ends up with James Bond driving off into the sunset with the girl. And you mm-hmm. understand that the, by the next movie, she's going to be con because he's James right. Bond. And he's moved on to the next mission. Yeah. Um. But this there's like, you know, he he pulls and there, he's with someone important. And I'm like, I don't really remember. Nope. Like, is this from the same? And it turns out that, yeah, I, I, I reviewed the plot of Spectre and, you know, this this all tracks out. But I, I think the movie does a pretty good job of just like I kind of like, well, whatever. I'm just going to take it for I'm not going to get too hung up on yeah. not knowing who this was and who that was. And it felt like it really held my hand. And, you know. It it set up the fact that James Bond cares about these people very well. Sure. And that's all the thing. The movie doesn't need to, for me to care about any one character. I need to know that the main character cares. And I was honestly shocked at how much heart they were able to get out of a James Bond. And they did this. I think all of the serialization is so they can take James Bond outside of the soulless, remorseless, womanizing killer humanize him enough that where you would actually sympathize for you know they've tortured this man like in his past and his stepbrother turns out to be the leader of this vast criminal organ like they they, they get pretty fucking gothic with it 
but they still are. You got enough breadcrumbs in the movie you're watching to like care. And the again, this movie fucking looks amazing. Yeah, there there are a couple uh, of shots like there's a oneer in this that I really appreciated. Uh, and and I won't spoil anything to talk about it, but it, it's really well done. Uh, the intro is fantastic. I loved. Well, I, I hesitate to call intro. it an intro, right? It's it's the James Bond theme, the animation, because um, there's a lot of stuff that happens before this. It's a late-ish mm-hmm. title card. Uh, that's all really cool with the the guns and the DNA helixes and uh, mm-hmm. like, it, it, yeah, it's just got a really cool movement and flow to it. Great Bond song by Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah, I think it is uh one of the so that's the thing is like to be a great bond film you have to have a great villain i thought mm. this villain played by remy malik was good really Rami good. is is great in this movie like this villain is kind of a nothing uh uh-huh. if if because like i don't the backstory is parents yeah, killed? gun to my head i couldn't parents i, killed, I, I right? think by <laughs> specter sure sure i think maybe, so he's maybe. just kind of mad at yeah, then he's like, I, I, I found it very hard to identify exactly who this guy was, what his exact mm-hmm. motivations were beyond revenge and being mad at the world. But yes, right. You but said Randy this Malick guy is he's so very, good. He's very good at playing weird characters. They're kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I saw him in Pacific War. He plays a GI that's kind of like got a screw loose about stuff. And he's obviously good at Mr. Robot. And he's good at like he just plays kind of deranged in various shades and intensities really well but there's a different energy to this than there is in mr robot right like in mr robot he's got like a twitchy sort of manic energy in this he's very calm very yeah poised and focused and it's feels it's a little unraveling uh, yeah um yeah it's it's yeah, really good. He, he carries himself um i i i really so like i thought you need a great bond Mm-hmm. You need a preferably good Bond. You need a good theme song. You need a great, good villain. You need some good Bond girls. Mm-hmm. And I felt like all of this movie had like all of that stuff in 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 perfect measure. Um, yeah. Like I said, I want to get into the spoilers to talk about where maybe it, it it didn't work. But like, yeah, I think this is of a piece of Casino Royale, uh, Skyfall, and uh, uh, and uh, itself, and it ele- kind of probably in retrospect elevates things like quantum of solace and uh hmm. um specter uh now i kind of one of the last things i want to do in the spoiler section is maybe talk about where the daniel craig bonds fits into the overall bond because i i also think you said that i don't like james bond you've grown up in an era of super stiff serious james bond because yes, it, it, me going back through the fandom like i think the only one that actually kind of really embodied the kind of somewhat serious, but also playful and sort of satirical aspect of bond fully was the Connery ones. And then you had mm-hmm. like the, I think, I think the way it went is you had the super serious Lazenby, which I really, the, on, on her majesty's secret service. I really liked that film. That was a good bond it was a one shot. Then you overcorrected the Roger Moore, which is like borderline, you know, gold member like stuff. <laughs> like, like it's like, you know, Austin powers in, uh-huh. and how, campy it got and then you overcorrected that to the dalton bonds who are well, well regarded as being you know uh or is very very sort of being serious and like a, a, a over a, a reaction to the roger moore bonds then you have what i think is the best bond uh pierce bronson uh, pierce bronson 
Braz, and but but yeah. he's saddled with the worst slate on the whole. I know you like Goldeneye. A I lot. love Goldeneye. It's my favorite Bond. Goldeneye is a decent Bond, but yeah. like the rest of his, I are terrible. Yeah, terrible. I agree with that terrible. Too. And then you have Craig, uh, Daniel Craig was going to be a reboot, like you know that like, and so like uh, it, it's it's tough because you you saw like one of the best Bonds chained to some of the worst scripts. And then you've got a decent Bond that's just like no one's ever bothered to write really good James Bond before. So I, I'm curious to see what what's next for the character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I hope it's a little. I hope they try to find that. Uh, like you know, with the success of things like Suicide Squad and Doom Patrol and some of these other big budget action flicks that are funny and are not afraid to be funny and weird. I kind of hope that we can find a return to like funny, kooky, weird, campy, but still serious with an emotional punch kind of James Bonds. That would be, I think the way to go. James Bond needs a cape. He needs a cape for the modern era, right? He needs super soldier serum. Yep. Mm -hmm. To compete with the likes of captain America. We need James Bond to swallow a tube of some shit for sure. So he needs super strength, adamantium bones. I don't know what we can get up in James Bond. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's it's great. There's like I said, some of these set pieces. There's like a really good foggy cat and mouse chase through a woods. There's like a superior Bond chase sequence involving trucks and motorcycles and fucking helicopters and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I thought that there's a slick action scene where Bond's getting to do a lot of cool things with Bond uh, um, allies. Where they're trying to rescue slash kidnap this this Russian scientist. Um, there's a cool gadgets like like that's the other thing is like and a lot of modern bonds like bonds gadgetry. I feel like has been way pushed to the the side. For and sure. here it's like his fucking he's got the classic James Bond car with all like you yeah, like that you like machine cool. gun headlights. You like mines popping out. You like fucking smoke and oil every trip like they 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 like in like a one 10 minute sequence they make up for like two decades of drought <laughs> and cool james bond car bullshit yeah uh and, and, and it, I, I yeah i i liked it they play on that nostalgia too right because he he unveils that car and i imagine a lot of bond fans are like oh shit that's that car from that movie yeah. it's got these yeah. gadgets and they proceed to use them and i'm sure that was very cool for nostalgic bond fans yeah, I mean, there's a whole like, you know, um, when they went away from like the Aston Martins and went into like the BMWs mm-hmm. and a Volvo. Did they put James Bond in a fucking Volvo in one of Did these they? or is that the Saint? God, I hope not. Like, I remember the BMWs. There was a lot like that's fucking high heresy. So having him in the classic and then I think that's the like the the concept car that Martin's got going out now. Like it was a nice mm. bridge between those two. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the classic and then you had the for the purist and you also had the the update of the classic. Yeah. So, yeah, if you if you're a James Bond fan at all, um, like especially like this, I think this is the bond that could probably hues closer to the source material. Um, from my understanding, uh, this this is the bond. Um, but I I'm I, I like this movie. I think the Daniel Craig Bond era has been mostly a success, but I actually am kind of looking forward to them to exploring other aspects of the bond mythos at this point, because, yeah, the, the Dan- that stuff is some serious fucking heavy metal bond and I'm, I'm ready for some jazz, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I guess I'll say is that I surprising is there's, I found surprising is, um, these movies continue to find a really good emotional core to James Bond. 
like his vulnerabilities, like the fact that he can't protect the people he loved that was explored in Casino Royale and like uh, what makes him vulnerable, his ties to his past and his quizzes, like the his wounded child that explores so much, uh, I think, so well in Skyfall. And this is like a more mature bond that maybe wants to settle down with a woman and start a family. And is that possible for a guy like Bond? And what does he think about it? Like, you know, I've, I've seen like, you know, like Pierce is a great guy who seems like he cares about women in a general, but like he's they're ultimately disposable. I never bought that Pierce Bronson as Bond, like cared about any of the women that he was with more no. than completing the mission and getting his nut off. Right. Mm hmm. Craig's bond is a lot more believable. It's a more three dimensional emotional character. So you can attach things like that and it works and they do. I guess I don't want to spoil anything, but the, the core arc of what the villain does to bond in this is fucking diabolical. And yeah. it's, it's, it's really cool. It was. So um, that's like, I guess is all we can talk about in the non spoiler thing looks amazing mm-hmm. as three hours long, but doesn't feel like it. Uh, and it's got uh, just, if you like this bond, like all the characters come back, they all get pretty much satisfying uh, closures and ends to their arcs, uh, you know, allies, frenemies, everything. It's 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 a it's a good send off for a particular bond. Probably the best one I've seen. I don't I can't think of another bond that got like a send off. Like, yep, this is the last one and we're consciously doing it. And <laughs> it's part of this arc and... certainly didn't. No, Jeez. no. Um. So anyway, let's talk about the trailers that we saw. Uh, did yep. you write down and did you have any you want to talk about or should I just I, I wrote them all down. A lot of these are ones that we've talked about before, like the last duel Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, yeah, I didn't even I, write Ghostbusters down because it's the same fucking trailer I've seen for. Yeah, I, I might have gotten the new Dune trailer. I It's hard to tell, but there were a few that were new. Um, I got okay. to see the King Richard like- trailer. Ooh, I haven't seen that one. Talk so let's let's just trade off. You go one, then I'll go, okay. and then we'll see who runs out first. King Richard, yeah, I King, heard King of Richard that. is um, Will Smith starring in the story of oh. Serena and Venus Williams. Um, yes, he plays their father, Richard. I guess <laughs> I assume that's his name, uh, and it's basically their story growing up. And him, it, it, the, the trailer plays it like this is a very positive, uplifting sort of tale they don't add any of the downside to pushing a child and and planning out a child's life from day one like there there's a scene in there where will smith says i've had like a an 80 page document on their entire lives since two years before they were born Mm -hmm. And, and that is meant to come off as like empowering and uplifting and like exciting and I don't know that I, yeah, it sounds very controlling and very like, yeah, yeah, this is not what a child needs, but well, so I, I'm I don't know where, something which way they're going with this. That I'm almost morally certain you don't know no, from do the way know. you're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, their dad's a Jehovah's witness yes. and they were raised as witnesses. Yeah. But also groomed to be international celebrities. So this he, is wild he's got, to me every time. He's got Michael Jackson's dad brand of Jehovah's Witness, apparently. Apparently. Uh, like, because my brand of Jehovah's Witness that I grew up with, you absolutely couldn't be a tennis star. You absolutely couldn't be a music no. star. No. It was impossible. You would be counseled for even thinking about it. Like, yeah. I, yeah so I, I don't know how much they're going to delve in that. And, like, you know, there's all, there's different ways, you know, like you can have different types of witnesses for sure, uh, obviously. But like, I don't know if this is going to be as much of the, the belt beatings 
that you got from the Jackson family. Uh, but like, I, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know how they're going to touch on that and deal with it. Um, because even like the, as adults, I think Venus and Serena both talked about how, like, you know, obviously I don't think the witnesses are big in there, but like that, that was a formative thing about how they think about God and the world and materialism, all that. So I, I don't know to what extent they're going to engage in that material, but I'm interested in just, this isn't going to be a first round movie, but I'm going to watch it just to see how they handle it. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right. That, that it's very heartwarming and i think that's and may, maybe venus and serena you know really look up to the dad because he's a great man and stuff but like man there's a definitely a downside to that kind of high pressure tiger wood style yeah. big expectations kind of chosen one up upbringing and, and then uh, you add in race to it right like where because that's another 100%. part of it is he's saying like you're not just playing for me or you or our family you're playing for all of us meaning black people yeah. so like yeah, yeah they talk about pressure i mean and i follow tennis because i i used to play tennis a lot as a kid i enjoyed it um and it's the shit that they put these sisters through is unconscionable like you know really? the, re- the remarks on their body the remarks on their clothing the remark like they oh, have been yeah, under yeah. so much scrutiny um so right, like yeah, they're black a, women who dared to play tennis yeah and dominate you know right, and like, kick everybody's like ass. the stretch of domination that they've had uh, especially serena has just been unfucking real yeah. um and 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 the you know but you get a, a hot russian blonde that moans when she serves and like suddenly you think that she's the number one ranked player right uh it's a lot like, yeah like, a lot a lot of you know like i think uh Tennis is exactly the kind of sport that would have a lot of like not even institutional racism, just just out and out racism in it. And uh, the intersection mm-hmm. of that should be fascinating. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what this movie is all about. Yeah, um, I got one. Roland Emmerich is back to destroy the earth in a new novel way with the movie Moonfall, which Both. purports to tell the story of a moon that's circling ever closer to Earth. And what that does that look like? The moon colliding right. with the earth. We're going to find out in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what Roland I mean, Emmerich does, I guess. This is, yeah. He's like, you know, I've, uh, I've blown up the white house. I've, uh, didn't he do 2012? Was that, was did that he Emmerich? do that? I don't may. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, it's a hun- another $140 million disaster, but it's got Patrick Wilson in it. Um, Halle yeah, Berry's yeah. in it. Like it's got some, but you know, other films is starred Will Smith. Like it's, I mean, J- John big Cusack budget, and Tandy Newton were in 2012. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. So I, yeah, it's Moonfall. That, that's the premise. That's the trailer. It's the moon getting close and and generating mass. I, I don't, I don't know how people are going to live on the planet that is depicted on Moonfall for long because mm-hmm. like it's shown the moon getting so close it's like scraping the atmosphere. Oh my god! And the parts god. of the moon close to the Earth are glowing bright red because of the tidal forces and the and the Earth is too. It would just wreck the planet. So, <laughs> and I don't know how you fix it. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to upload. You're not going to have Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum go up there in a spaceship and upload an alien virus to the moon no. and have it fuck off. Like you're SpaceX. You're They're going to attach a bunch of dragon boosters to go. the moon and push it back up into along orbit. the moon's equator, have them fire off in sequence. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Elon Musk will save the day. Yeah. Uh, you got a new. You got a new one for us. Uh, I don't think I've seen the House of Gucci trailer before. Me, not until last night for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I saw that. I don't care. I, do, I just don't care about this movie. Adam Driver's in it. Al Pacino's in it. Lady Gaga's in it. Um, 
that's what makes me care about it so like, many it's ridley pe- scott people are in it. it's ridley scott i just don't care salma hayek uh i th- i don't care either but i can be made to care about stuff if it's got great performances and it's saying something and like i i don't know it, i hate the line it looks I, I, cool. I don't think i'm a very ethical person but i'm a fair person are you fuck get fucked i i just don't want to see that I don't want to see it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it might be pushing against the like just ultra wealthy, clueless people behaving badly kind of, you know, like, it's glamorizing I assholes. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah. I don't want it. Uh, I saw a new trailer, the last duel that it, it, that uh, I don't say it, it, I wouldn't say it gives away more of the plot, but it gives away more of the um, the tensions in the film. That feels like uh, there there's a woman who's being uh, her honor defended. Um, but she doesn't want it because for some reason this is making her a target uh, and it's putting her life at risk. And she makes it like seem that like this is more about the honor of the men than her, and she's caught in the 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 middle. And oh, the it, last it, duel, it, it yeah. gives a yeah, the la- it gives a lot. This is the one that's got Adam Driver mm-hmm. and Matt Damon. I think Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck might be the king or some shit. Yeah, with a terrible um, haircut. Mm-hmm. And the lady from uh uh th- this is wasn't she from uh. Ah oh, shit! What is the 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 tailor, the stitch maker, uh, Phantom the, Thread, Daniel Day Lewis, the Phantom Thread? Wasn't she the lady from the Phantom Thread? Or am I fucking this up? I I don't remember. I don't know who you're talking about. She's definitely the lady from that beach movie about time. Old I the the in night Shemel. Yeah, old is that the I one? Never saw that one. Yeah. I hope I hope I'm getting the right lady right. Uh, it's got a great cast. It's looks it's this is one of her alternate. So like Maverick got canceled for November, I guess, pushed back into 2022. We're not promising, but like this is one of the I think it's last night in Soho. And this movie might the last duel, the, the last series uh, might be the replacement. Uh, we're not going to see it when it comes out, but we might see it in November to kind of to kind of catch up, make up whichever one looks like it's got the best buzz and. And the most interesting bald move audience. So keep your keep keep uh, its 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 seats being kept warm. You got one, Jim. Yeah, there are two, two more because I think Dune trailer is new. Um, you know what? Uh, uh, let's talk about Dune real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Dune does look cool. I I don't know what else to say about it because I don't know the story here. Story seems to be like oh you never made it through I thought no, like, I haven't progressed a little bit further okay no okay. I got distracted by moving and and just never picked it back up uh but it it looks neat I guess I'm like semi excited about it not really knowing what the story is other than potentially mm-hmm. it's a love story between two it's a star cross lovers thing maybe I I don't know that's what I'm picking there's up from a, the trailer element to that for sure for sure. Uh, did you? Is this the one that has the really cool, like hell, like insect-looking helicopters, or is this the one that has the terrible line reading by Jason Momoa, where they try to get a Joss Whedon ball-busting be body one. comic? Okay, yeah, because the one, one I saw, like that's the one that made me very nervous because okay. Dune is many things. Funny is not one of those things. Wow, and if they try to like Joss Whedon this shit, I'm going to be kind of pissed because it's also doesn't seem like it's done well it's more of like dc aquaman kind of funny than it is like ha you know um but this this they they took that shit out of this trailer and it's just like essentially the good stuff and uh the the ornithropters the they've always been described as these like um like helicopters hovercraft 
that use like insect wings that beat hundreds of times a second to travel and like very precise. It's like a helicopter on steroids, which you can do with it. And I've never seen them. I've seen them depicted in video games. I think the sci-fi series tried to depict them, but it's it's just goofy. But holy fuck, they look really, really cool. Like those those wings beating so fast you can bear. Like they they really nailed like a like a 60, 70 foot dragonfly. What it would look hmm. like, maybe 100 foot long. Like, like they're like these powerful gunships that happen to use six transparent kind of wings that beat really fast. It's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like the foundation where I'm so excited to see some new science fiction technology that doesn't look just like, you know. Slightly upscaled Harrier jump jets, you know, mm-hmm. like they do in Marvel and stuff. Like this is like new shit that you we have not. You know, science doesn't have an answer for. And it just the cast looks amazing. The visuals look amazing. Yeah. I hope this thing doesn't suck. I really <laughs> hope they get a chance because also this is just the first half of the I first know. Dune book. I know that's crazy. Is I, it that sprawling of a series that they they had to do that? Well. I feel like you could do a pretty good first Dune with a three, like a Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring kind of like monster installment. Oh, okay. But you're probably having to get rid of like you probably do a better job telling it in a a, a six hour story than you could. But like, I don't because I the the big thing is, is I don't know where they pause uh, because once Dune Dune's kind of slow to get going with all the world building and intrigue and stuff. But like once it gets fucking going, like reading the books, I remember the first uh, I just reread them in the last couple months and the first hundred pages. Yeah, the first hundred pages or so were I was excited because I like to but I mean, man, I remember being this slow and dry, but holy shit, when the inciting thing incites, it just doesn't fucking stop. Huh. I so, liked what I, I never got I'm, past those first hundred pages. I liked what I read. So, yeah, I'm really, really curious to see how they go. They go with that. Um, yeah. So I'll add another one. I think we've talked about this, but probably not in the movie series. The Matrix Resurrections It's oh. dropping over Christmas. Yeah, uh, that trailer was awesome. I am so I I didn't think there was anything that could excite me about a Matrix movie, but I feel like it's been the perfect amount of time and and I'm just far enough away from any animosity I had toward the final two movies, which in retrospect aren't that bad, I don't think. I've just seen them recently. They're actually better than you remember, I think. Okay. I, awesome. this, the third one I just has it just kind of collapses under its own weight, but I I like I enjoyed them all, yeah. Yeah, I remember a couple of dumb things in them, but I've I've got a hazy enough memory and and a a fond enough memory of of certainly that first movie and the trilogy as a whole that releasing this trailer, specifically this trailer, because it is a badass trailer that doesn't give anything away. Right. This is in the spirit of the Matrix. Yes, it's the first Matrix where what the fuck is going on? I don't (laughs) know. I mean, I got there's there's hints of like, well, this is old Neo and he doesn't remember. Yeah. How does this person? Yeah. What the hell is going on? It's it looks awesome. Um, So I am super excited for the Matrix, but I I have no expectations for it either. Right. I like saying I'm going in hoping for a a really interesting story about humans and machines and some really amazing looking technology and effects work. That's what I want out of yeah. this movie. And if it can deliver that, I will probably be satisfied. And I also hope like the first matrix where it's like, I remember thinking like, well, this is all the cool things in the movie mm-hmm. because this is just ridiculous. Like two minutes, ridiculous coolness. And the, the, the treat of the matrix was like, you had no fucking idea what Dude. cool was. Dude. Like when that first of all, this, they don't even show you half the scenes, but when mm-hmm. you see the scenes in context, they're even more cool. <laughs> right. So like 
that's like there already were a couple like really tasty gunplay yeah. shots and kung fu stuff and just like crazy things Body blowing stuff up and, and yeah yeah and and, the, and and so like i'm hoping that this is going to be like the first trailer or uh, the matrix where it's like it's going to be this plus yeah. you know so i and it comes out on christmas uh we don't usually review movies that drop on christmas but guess fucking what we're going to do it this year uh because yeah. we're both excited i'm not sure it's going to be the day or what but like eh, within days of it being day, released but... yeah we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get back on the mics and talk about this one that's how much we fucking love it also this applies for dune dune comes out next week we will have it uh, a discussion out on thursday night oh yeah so uh the matrix uh, i think it's your turn uh that was it well no no we got one more uh licorice pizza it's paul thomas anderson's new movie and the youngest Haim sister uh i i think this is just almost famous right this is just almost famous it feels very like like a, maybe from the fem- a female protagonist version of almost famous okay but th- that might be damning it with fa- that might be like too dismissive because I like almost it's a famous. coming a, it's a coming of age yeah. tale for sure it seems centered on the the the, the lady's experience uh well it's, it's it, just like there's a boy who likes a girl who seems to be teasing him with the relationship with an older man sean penn and it's mm. yeah it's very almost famous i uh i'm going to be in this because it's paul thomas anderson mm-hmm. like uh i yeah, I, I'm going to watch this film. Uh, it looks like it, all the stars are likable. Yeah. Um, it's exactly the kind of thing that I want out of this type of movie, and I'll be highly surprised if I don't like it. But uh, I don't know when it's coming out, so it's got, got good, decent first-round movie, because uh, I think we both like PTA, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like pretty much everything I've Punch seen Punch Truck him. Love, The mm-hmm. Master, like... Uh, yeah. He's done a lot of shit. Uh, Boogie Nights, I don't think you've seen some of his, like... I have not his seen best that. stuff. Uh, what what's the um, one yeah. with uh Tom Cruise and uh Philip Seymour Hoffman and or and uh fucking Shameless guy? What's his name? Uh, what am I thinking yes. of? What is this movie? Is that Magnolia? Sky. Magnolia. Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I like that. So, yeah. Uh, and then the final one that I think that we haven't talked about and we need to is the three fifty five. Never heard of it. So the 355 is, it seems, and I, I could be wrong, but it's like, what if Jason Bourne, but all women and all from different nationalities and intelligence agencies all waking up to being jobbed at the same time? And if they all work <laughs> oh, as a group God. of female Jason Bourne. Chaos. Chaos. And it stars uh, Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Lapita uh, Nyong'o, uh, Diane Kruger, a lot of ass kicking women from a lot of ass kicking franchises or women that like Jessica. I don't think Jessica Ch- has Jessica Chastain ever kicked ass. Yeah, isn't. What, she, was she in the did no, she recently no, do no, that one like spy movie? Was it a spy movie? I can't remember. I, but I didn't see it. But, but if I, I, I can see. Yeah, I can see her kicking ass for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so like but the thing is it's it's very it looks really generic uh, uh it's got sebastian stan in it the the winter soldier i i need to see more before i get excited about a gender bent jason Bourne team up gotcha. um but uh we will we'll see i think that's the last one that we talked about oh the uh, spider-man uh no way home have you seen the one the the trailer with uh, the the uh, doctor strange no i haven't seen a spider-man trailer yet 
it's a really funny setup. Like the, 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 the kick this movie is Jonah J. Jameson has finally uncracked the, the case that Peter Parker is Spider-Man okay. and pull, goes in a high, it, like that he's blamed for the death of Mysterio, maybe indirectly for Tony Stark, not making it back. Uh, and like the public pressure on him is super fucking intense. Uh, and he wants to go back to being a kid. So he goes back to Dr. Strange and says, can you make a spell where everyone in the world forgets who I am? And Dr. Strange, who's a little bit of a maverick, is like, fuck, no, you know, uh, uh, his uh, who's the master Wong. Is that his name? Is like, no. you can't fucking do this. Strange. He walks the door and Dr. Strange. Next thing is he's doing the spell. But Peter being Peter is like as he's weaving the spell of magic and you see all the Dr. Strange glyphs around them in this altar. He's like. Well, wait, everybody. Well, I don't want my girlfriend to forget. And Dr. Strange is like, okay, we can't make that many. He's like an aunt may of court. And he keeps, and like, I also don't forget my, and you see like strange, like losing control and it like fucking breaks. And I think that the hook of this movie is like all the villains from like the Sam Raimi. You got Dr. Ock. That would explain green goblin stuff. I've, the green goblin yeah like like and and i think some of the stuff from like um the into the spider verse they're gonna bring like maybe the (laughs) like they're gonna like like the multiverse is colliding because of this spell and it looks just really fucking fun and you've got the also the trippy visuals of a doctor strange film kind of weaving into this Mm -hmm. i am very very excited for for this movie so nice and i I think you got the the soft spot for spider-man so you're probably Uh right there too yeah sounds fun um okay so that's it. That's it for the trailers. Uh, again, next week we're going to do uh, Dune, and I think two weeks after that we'll be doing the Eternals uh, in November. So that's the next upcoming uh, first run bald movies. Uh, if you want to check us there, great. If you are not a club member uh, or a patron, this is where the good times stop. We're going to be talking about James Bond, No Time to Die spoilers past the velvet ropes here. If you'd like to support us, go to support.baldmove.com. Uh, pick away. And uh, you can get to access this episode uh, immediately. Super easy. Support.ballmove.com. All right. Let's get into spoilers. <laughs>